legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Hello, this is Dreamwalker1960 and welcome to another podcast. Before I begin today's lesson, I have to say that I messed up in the previous podcast. I'd stated that Jesus talked to his disciples after his crucifixion in John 15. And that was not right. Uh, it actually happened before. I'm human. I make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Anyway, to start today's broadcast, I want to refresh us on what's happened in the two previous broadcasts. In the first, we established that the lukewarm were people that had received the grace from God and thus salvation, yet they turned their backs upon Jesus to listen to watered-down teachings of the gospel. Then in the last broadcast, we showed that Jesus Christ is the vine, and you can only be a part of the vine if you have salvation. Yet, if they do not bear fruit, they were moved from the vine and given over willingly into the fire because they found the world more entertaining. Today we expand upon what we found out in our study of John 15 last time. Our lesson today will take us into Matthew 7, where Jesus explains how to identify false prophets, false teachers, and as to who may enter into heaven. But why here? Because here we have another fruit-bearing example, much like was that was in John 15 but with direct bearing upon why fruit is born or not. Now, even though the verses in question go from verse 15 through 23, we will overlook some of them for the sake of time and hit upon the important ones for our discussion. However, I will list all nine of them for the sake of context. So I will begin at Matthew 7:15. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but they are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from a thorn bush or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so can you identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, and we cast out demons in your name, and we performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Our first closer look will begin with verses 17 and 18. So here they are in the King James. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Now bringeth is to make or do in the Strong's. And evil is hurtful, i.e. evil, in the influence or the effect. That also comes from strong. Now, paraphrasing from the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, evil is used in this verse to denote unserviceable or useless fruit, as distinct from the good fruit of the good tree. 
Now the definition for unserviceable is not suitable to be used in the Collins Dictionary. Now let's move on to the phrasing a corrupt, which means rotten, i.e. worthless in the Strong's. Now in this verse, good occurs two times. We're going to look at the second definition. This meaning means valuable or virtuous. So taking the breakdown of these verses into consideration, I come up with my own translation for verse 18. I come up with, A good tree cannot bear useless fruit, neither can a rotten tree bear valuable fruit. So now let's look at verse 19 in the King James. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewed down and cast into the fire. Now the phrase we're going to look at here first is, is hewed down, to extend, to frustrate. The dictionary definition of extend is to cut out or off from dictionary.com. Now this is what I get from the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament. Hewing down is a symbol of the complete separation of a man from life. Now the next word we're going to look at is cast. This means to throw, in various applications, more or less violent or intense. In other words, throw it very roughly. And this definition comes from the Strong's. The next phrase is the fire. Fire from Strong's. And the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, it means a judgment. So now we're going to move on to verse 22 in the King James. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have not we prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? So let's break down these words now. Uh, prophesied is to foretell events, divine, speak under inspiration, exercise the prophetic office. That's from Strong's. Uh, word phrase of have cast out is to eject strongs also and devils from strongs is a demonic being and lastly from this group is wonderful works a uh, force specifically miraculous powers usually by implication a miracle itself strongs the insinuation of this verse when taken in context of the verse 21 which says not everyone that saith unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven is that these people are standing before the great white throne judgment on that day of judgment that will occur after the thousand year reign of jesus christ as reference see revelation 20 11 through 15. now as was established in verse 17 and 18, only someone who is good or saved can give prophecy, cast out demons, and do true miracles. This supports what we covered in the last podcast of John 15 of what is the fruit that we bear. These people who were once saved and given grace through their salvation in and from Jesus Christ as was shown in Galatians 1, which I covered in the first podcast of establishing who the lukewarm are. Now this next verse that we're about to get into is uh, complicated to say the least, but there's a lot of misunderstandings due to this one verse because people haven't really researched it. 
And so we shall begin. Verse 23, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So we start with, I will profess. This means to assent. It's a covenant and acknowledgement. Now in the theological dictionary of the New Testament, it continues into, into a deeper breakdown. It says to promise, to admit, to concede, to make a statement, to bear witness. It goes on to say Jesus used this wording as a form of excommunication. Now, excommunication means to exclude from the rights of the church membership. That's from Merriam-Webster's dictionary. To be excommunicated, you have to be a part of the church in the first place. I must also state here that Jesus uses this wording as a type of Jewish legalese used when some type of judgment has taken place. Now, when looking at the word iniquity in the Strong's, we also get more legal sense to it because it says illegality, a violation of law or wickedness. We're keeping a law theme going here. This is important to understand. And to help its understanding, we're going to look at the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament. This is a quote from there. The word law gives two shades of the meaning of iniquity. The reference is to A, to a fact that there is or was no law without A, the law, or B, the word means against the A, law, with an implied judgment since it is assumed that there is in fact a binding law. This supports that this verse is a type of legalistic statement. So Christ is distancing himself from those who he had once welcomed into the vine. Yet now, since they have chosen the world over salvation, he is placing as much distance between himself and them by using such an extreme stance. Due to free will, every human being has a choice in how they wish to live their lives. God and his Son, our Savior, truly and completely desire to have us in the vine of Christ. Yet it is we who decide how we or we will not bear fruit. It is we humans that have the most important part of this relationship with God through his Son, our Savior. Yet millions of people willingly choose not to bear fruit. So the implication is that Jesus is stating here that he will stand as a witness on the great white throne judgment day, testifying that these people who were once counted as members within the church of Jesus Christ and have been removed due to their willful breaking of the laws given within the Bible and choosing to live willingly in the world instead of with God who has bestowed the grace upon them through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ upon the cross. In closing, I have given further foundation that those that are lukewarm are those that have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. Yet somewhere along the lines they turned away from him. The evidence for this was the fact that they had did great works for Jesus before they turned. They have done miracles. They had cast out demons. All of this cannot be done unless Jesus Christ is within them. As was established in verses 17 and 18, but also in John chapter 15, 5 through 11. 
Then somewhere along the way, they turned away from the teachings of the Bible, which are our laws we are to follow. And so they were are cut off from the Holy Vine that is Jesus Christ, since they choose to no longer bear fruit, as was shown in verses 19, as well as John 15, verse 6, and are willingly cast into the fire. So everyone should think about where they are in their life with God. Are they praying constantly? Are they obeying the laws of the land that do not go against the Bible? Like, for example, not speeding. Are they studying the Bible? Not just reading it, but going deep into the Word as I have been doing with these broadcasts. This is what we have been asked to do. God loves everyone and seeks to have all with Him. But due to the free will He has given us, He knows many will choose to be their own God. Seek out Jesus and ask for His help. He will help those that only ask and pray for it. He loves us all and wishes to be with us all. Now to see the detailed breakdown of what I've done today, please go to dreamwalker1960.com. I pray and hope this helps those listening to understand. May God be with you. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I